Hey yo, what is up everybody, and I mean everybody, we are back with Love Thy Neighbor Podcast, this is your boy Pastor TC, and this is... Russell Anthony. Willie G. Berry. And welcome, 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 we are so glad to be here, it's been a while since we've done the episode, and I am beyond excited. Um, if you're on uh, Twitch, yes, we're doing these a little bit different, I do have the um, Just Chinese screen a little bit different so you guys can see these gentlemen, I'm trying to move this bike out your way, Willie, I think it's uh, kind of blocking you, let me see if we can raise it. Up a teeny bit, so yeah, I'll show Beauty's um, oh Beauty's wild Willie's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> handsome face, you know oh, the yeah. one the one that's blocking you. Um, we might have to pay a little bit of a little bit of dueling. I don't know. Let me see how to get that over there. Maybe push it that way. Let's see. And I think you still can hear me. I'm gonna give yep. myself a oh, little yeah. bit more gain in the audio so that way you guys can hear me. Oh, uh, it looks like I'm cutting out a little bit on here, but we'll see. We'll have to. This boosted. There we go. I think that's perfect right there. They can still hear me, and they should be able to hear you guys. Like, oh, yeah. Real yeah, I'm a, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to pull back a little bit. Yeah, so <laughs> the mic is a little bit away from me. I'm going to project my voice a teeny bit. Um, but, yeah, we're glad to be here. Super excited. I think it's going to be um, amazing topics today. You know how we flow. Of course, we're going to talk about the word today that took place. Guys, we're talking about the church in for us as a church, um, a sure foundation, we're really digging more deeper in the identity of the church and what it really means to be the church and um, globally our responsibility as well as locally. And I, I don't know if I can even say some of those words anymore, but I think that those are kind of things we used in the past. But we're going to talk about that too because being a church is so, so, so big and so important to your identity as a Christian and there's so much to talk about within these past two weeks so we're going to talk about a little bit of everything but you know how we get down usually we like to talk about how our day is and what's been going on in our life and in our week and so um, Willie I'm going to go ahead and toss it to you for a minute I'm going to go ahead and play DJ sure. a little bit sure. um, <laughs> on here so, um, <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and shuffle this up real quick you good, you good yeah so sum up my week three P's Pressure, perseverance, and peace. Mm. Pressure, because realistically, okay, you know, being in the in-between, right? In, in, in a relationship, but unmarried. Um, in a position where I'm, like, really really involved with the child, with the mother. Um, finances, all these things. But here's the big thing. Here's the scandalous part. Mm. I'm putting unneeded pressure on myself mm. when it comes to those things. So having a healthy measure of where to apply pressure. So just really seeking God on that. And he's been blessing me by his grace. Um, pressure, perseverance. Um, specifically, there was ups and downs with Uber and DoorDash, all this crazy stuff. Finally, things are coming to an end when it comes to that. So now I'm able to finally go on Uber Eats and, you know, cross my T's and dot my I's on that. And I say at the end, peace, because, mm. man, that that's what I'm experiencing, man, is his peace. Um, thanks to an accountability partner, I ain't gonna mention his name if you don't want to mention it. Not, but you know, I had to had to have a one on one. You know, I had Who's to come to. I don't know that guy. You know, he's he an awesome man of God. Yeah. One thing I did here. I guess he all right. <laughs> yeah, he all right. He all right. But yeah, man. At, at the end of that, I come into the realization of the reality is that look, okay, I again, let me divorce these lies that I'm loving and see them for what they really are. Mm. You know, and so at the end of all of that experiencing his peace that surpasses understanding so 
Because a lot of times we lean on our own understanding, not understanding that we're not trusting in God at that moment. Mm. So, mm. yeah, man, at the end now, it's just like, oh, praise God. Now I see you for who you truly are and where I'm at and humbling myself in that. So, yeah, man, it's, it's been a up and down roller coaster, but I thank God he's keeping me and I'm still here. So I'm grateful. Man. Well, I'm going to go ahead and go next apostle or... Uh, hey, it, you know, it's up to you, honest. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess I'll go ahead and go. Um, for me lately, um, I've really been challenging myself to get out of this meism mentality, personally. You know, really a lot of my prayers lately have been, you know, creating me a clean heart, you know, renewing me a right spirit, you know, things like that. But really, just really challenge myself. Like I was telling the guys before um, we got live, you know, really holding myself accountable because my mouth lately has just been, you know, I don't know. I, I just find myself cussing a lot lately, and I, I and you know, I kind of really don't. I don't like that. I don't like, you know, using this mouth to bless God, but in one instance, you know, just saying whatever. And most of the biggest thing, I don't want to affect the gospel mission. I think I had this moment this week where I was like, anything that affects the gospel mission got to go. Mm. It, 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 has, wow. it, has mm. to, it has to go. Mm. You know, and even if I myself taking some radical stance, you know, I'm still praying about um, Apex and deleting it. I deleted it for a couple of days, but me and my wife were praying. <laughs> no, I deleted it because I was like, God, I, I, you know, have you ever been in a situation where you're like, you know what? Because I feel like I don't have self-control, I have to kind of get rid of this. Like you have to take extreme measures. To- yeah, and I really still feel the same way. So me and my wife were talking more. We were praying, and she was praying for me. She's been praying for me every night. Amen. It's about um, what God's calling us to do in our in our part in sharing the gospel and being a church. You know, so we can complement you know others, so we can be the church. Like I said, which we'll get to. Um, and she was like, I don't believe deleting the game is the issue. Well, I'm hearing them in my spirit is self-control. I said, that's crazy because I woke up and I heard the same thing. And so I was like, but here's the problem. I'm like, you know, if that's the case, then what other areas do I not have self-control? Because the same areas that can cuss out a person on the game is probably the same way cuss someone on traffic. So the issue is controlling this tongue. Um, and so what I've been doing is I've been stepping back from it a teeny bit, but playing it less and less and really challenging myself like, okay, what can interfere with this mission? What 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 streams measures do you need to actually possibly take to make sure you're fulfilling this assignment, you know, to, to really be the church? Because if 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 in part I don't do my part. Uh-oh. Then it affects the body, right? Yeah. Right, right. And, you know, and I just thought yeah. about it because I had this yeah. week where I had this guy I was playing with, and like I said, I was just being told just just trash <laughs> with my mouth, right? And this guy asked me, "What's the name of my channel?" And oh my god, like you want to talk about cringeworthy? You want to talk Man. about <laughs> your heart dropping? It's almost like I didn't want to say anything. I was like, uh, Pastor TC, he's a what? I was like, uh, <laughs> Pastor oh, TC, and he was like. Oh, it's cool, bro. And I'm like, I got, I never felt so, I felt more convinced on top of the earth things I was talking about. Like my wife was like, well, how's that lean me if you're yelling at a game and, oh, and you're cussing? 
Oh. And you know, it's distracting me from Bible study. You're mm. you're supposed to be present, listening to the word, but you're doing other stuff. How's that Man. leading me? Along with that, I was like, God, what happened if this guy and I go here and some you know some people are like, well, don't be too hard on yourself. Well, I'm gonna be hard on myself because this mission is important. So I'm like, well, you know, God, first off, thank you for your grace. I know you're bigger than me. I know that there's been plenty of people who've fallen short of grace of your glory. And God, you're going to reach that man if you need to reach him. But God, I'm saying sorry because I represent you wrong and I represent my brethren wrong. Because now what he thinks that's the standard, that you can be a pastor and just say anything out of your mouth. And, you know, I'm like, that affects the body. So I'm like, God, forgive me. And I was that's why I started making really just drastic decisions because I'm like, I can't be having that happen. I can't be having... Because, you know, I don't think we think like that. I think we think, well... It's not a big a big deal to me. And if so, well, God forgive me. But what happens if your example echoes months, years in people's life, and now their association with being a part of the church later on is because of the example you set. And yes, we understand God has grace. I'm not saying that. So if you're one of those people like me that struggle, yeah, I understand God has grace and he will forgive. But we see that those things matter because how many people have a problem with church today due to the example that they've seen. Mm -hmm. So it's important to me, you know, because that affects the body. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's how you get people to have an individual. But anyway, that was my week. That's how I'm growing. I'm getting back on track with Twitch, but really utilizing Instagram and really grinding again and really taking this thing serious. So that's where I'm at. Um, what's up with you, Apostle? <laughs> um, I think I'm going to break mine down into two things, challenges and choices. You know, mm. this week, you know, I really challenged, you know, myself, you know, um, uh, me and you talked about not using the promoter, you know, for, you know, the uh, the podcast and kind of challenging myself to, you know, uh, promote it myself and reach people and see what it does, you know, without, you know, the extra boost. And then, you know, that was a huge choice because at first I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. I want to keep getting these phenomenal numbers you know mm -hmm. but you know at the same time I'm like but I want to know that I'm reaching people I want to know that you know um it's touch this the podcast is touching lives you know and then um just throughout the week staying productive um had a day where um you know had a fender bender had somebody just back into me you know that was tough you know and at the same time you know, looking, you know, for another vehicle, mm -hmm. God, the vehicle works, but looking for another vehicle and like, okay, God, should I be doing that? Should I just, you know, stick with what I, so it's a lot of choices, mm -hmm. a, lot a lot of challenges, a lot yeah. of things, you know, yeah. you know, that are coming at you just life. Right. But at the same time, you know, they can occupy your mind, Man. you know? And so through those challenges, I still had to make the choice, right, mm -hmm. to put God first. Come on. Yeah. And so through all the challenges, still putting God first, still, you know, focusing on focusing on the mission, you know, over materialism, you know, um, and, and just learning that, hey, God, you know, throughout whatever I'm going through, I'm still going to focus in on you. I'm still going to be obedient and still, you know, direct my attention, you know, towards what you're calling me to. And so... Yeah, challenges and choices. That's the way I will define my week. I think that's... I think we can say amen with you on that. Yes. So, amen. let's talk about... Um, today's 
or these two weeks <laughs> breaking down the church. And I want to go ahead and tackle um, this individualism that mm. the church has really adopted, which unfortunately is actually more harmful to being the church at large. And this is going to be one of the topics where we've been talking about this all week where, you know, my favorite word is scandalous. Um, my new one is diabolical. Because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> because it, it, we, when we talk about it, you're going to see like how diabolical it is. Like, 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 dude, like sinister, sinister, right? <laughs> <laughs> all those 90 shows that we used to watch in the 80s. <laughs> like, <laughs> I caught you finally, fool. You know, all them type of things. <laughs> right, you know. Yeah, so, what I got away with this. What for you meddling kids? <laughs> right, it's the sinister part yeah, of man. individualism in the church and how it's actually more of a hindrance mm. than the actual blessing mm. to the church at large. Mm. And we're going to talk about church identity, your identity in the church. Because a lot of people don't think their identity is tied to a church. You think their identity is separate from the church. Ooh, yeah, and so man. I'm super excited about this topic because I think if someone's coming in. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, if someone comes in, you know, and they don't, they're not a Christian, I think this is something they can get right now coming in to the faith. And if you are a Christian, heads up, you might struggle. But, man, if you grab this thing, I'm telling you, it'll probably be the most powerful thing in your life. Because if you've been a person who's always had conflict between your life and the church mm -hmm. and trying to balance them, I promise you, we're going to set you free today. The Lord is going to come and set you free if you receive it. Right, right. That's the key right, word. Right. If you receive it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's really powerful stuff yeah. that we've been learning, and I'm super excited to talk about it. So, um, Willie, I'm going, I know I know you be you know, be fresh with the, with the questions, so I'm going ahead and, get, and just throw it your way. Let's go ahead and talk about that, this individualism in the church. Absolutely, absolutely. I got a couple things, actually, on me about that one. The, the, the biggest thing out of today's word that hit me real hard was consideration. Oh, mm. man. Yeah, that, that one. That, mm. that can, the consideration. Yeah. Because I think that right there single-handedly mm. dismantles any kind of friction or division. Mm. Like, it actually binds everything together. Like, you use eggs to make that meatloaf to bind uh, everything together. Yeah. All right. You bring that All thing right. together. Come on, come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> it, it hit me hard, man, because I'm like, wait a minute. There are people I consider. Right. But I know I could do better. Mm. I know I could do like yeah. there, there's absolutely no excuse we always use things like well you know I'm busy and, and we, we always find a way out but the truth is is that I could always do better it's like okay oh, yeah. what yeah. can I do to consider uh, my brother here I know they're grieving a lot what can I do to consider this brother he's isolating himself and I know he's in the brink of a hardship what can I do with, with this brother and this sister what, mm. what like there's so much to actually investigate and look into like a lot of times we always talk about the negative side of pondering on these thoughts right mm -hmm. but we never focus on the positive part of actually getting in and coming to a place of god like what what is your perfect will in this situation how can i be able if i'm part of the body i'm, I'm part of this whole entire thing you're the head i'm connected mm -hmm. to my body i love my flesh i, I take care of myself Right. So how much more if I want to love my neighbor as myself, how do I bless this person? What 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 words do you want me to use to 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 season with your grace to to go to that person? So there's that one consideration. 
Two, I'll tell you guys off. I'm not going to mention their name, but there's one brother I actually reached out to right after the sermon because it hit me. And mm. I used that, that Hebrews 10, 19 through 25. Mm. And I was like, hey, bro, you didn't get a chance to come. I know you weren't feeling good, but let me let me lay some on you. Man. God, God put it on my heart, bro. Like, really what's happening is, is you're always asking, what's my calling? What's my calling? What am I called to do? I'm like, okay, let's go to the, the Hebrews 10, 19 through 25. Mm. So every time it says us, part. we, part. one another, I took that formula so that way he can grasp onto that. So he's like, oh, one another and we and us. Walk through that. And then secondly, I'm like, let me take you to Ephesians 4, the first verse. Let's just park right there. Then I was asking him, what does it mean when Paul said he was a prisoner? What what did he mean by... So I, I tied it all together to basically come to the basic point of this. Look, bro, mm. you being a part of the body, you are called as a Christian. Yes. To, to not only to fellowship, but to be built mm. up to learn your identity. Like, so what were you called out of? Mm. What, 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 who were you called to? Mm. Yeah, so, so what Whoa. were you conveyed? So there's the darkness, there's light. So you went from darkness to light. So your calling as a Christian is to proclaim the praises of God who called you out of darkness mm. and to those who are in darkness that they will bring them out into his marvelous. Because right. God doesn't desire for any to perish. So I broke that down to him. He's like, bro, it's crazy you said that. God put it on my heart to, to do a, a Facebook on and talk about, you know, salvation. So I was telling people about Christ. I'm like, that's what you're called to do. Right. So, yeah, man. Yes. Okay, so uh, <laughs> it's so hard to both like that. So I am trying something different today. I'm, 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 I'm playing Kingdom Hearts, and I'm also in this juicy topic. So here, here's my thing. What messed me up about that is people are always asking, what is my calling? That, right? Yeah, what yeah. is my calling? What am I supposed to do? And those scriptures answer it. We've been called out to be a part of this gathering, mm -hmm. this ecclesia, this church. Mm -hmm. Called out from where? The world. Mm -hmm. That's that's actually <laughs> our Let's calling. Go. Let's go. And yeah. people are trying to find their calling in this individual way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not understanding. Yeah, yeah. That they're called out to be a part of something. Mm -hmm. And I, I really think we're trained to just be, I don't know, renegades. We're trained to be rogue. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's me and my island by myself and God. And we're just, that debunks that. Yeah. If you're right. called out to be a part of the church, mm -hmm. then that debunks this individual island mm -hmm. that you're trying to escape to. Yeah. Because I'm where's that facade? What is that? What is that? Um, that um that philosophy come from? Well, it comes from the world to be by yourself. Come on. To man. figure it out by yourself, to press by your, you and your in, in your own little bubble trying mm -hmm. to figure it out by yourself. That actually comes from the world. Mm -hmm. And God's calling you from the world. Mm -hmm. So on the individual level, God's calling you from selfishness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. that was I was yeah. like getting so much out of this. I was yeah. like, man, that's that's different. And then what's in the world, right? The right. rest of the flesh. The lust of the eye, the pride of life, the lust of the flesh, what what feels good to me, what I want, what the lust of the eye, what appears good, what I think is good, the pride of life. We'll look at this and being braggadocious, like, man, we're using this notion of what's God called for me as if God didn't call us to one another. Oh, man, you you in there, bro. Man, I'm looking uh, because y'all sparked something, you oh, know, man. shameless plug in my <laughs> book, Hand of God. I talk about... Um, the two callings mm. and th the first call is to salvation mm. 
The second call is to service. Man. And Man. they're really one calling wrapped up in one, right? Wow. That, you know, when God calls you, he calls you out of the world into his service. And so, you know, so often we're trying to figure out, you know, what is my call? What is, you know, what is God call? He's called you out of the world mm. into his service. Mm. Mm. And, and, and so often we're thinking, you know, that when we think calling, we think career. Oh, God. Don't, don't talk about that. Cause no. I, I, that call, now, I, I, I was on the hunch of that when you were saying yeah. that. But why do you say that? Uh-oh. So, so, so. And I talked about it today in the sermon that we are in a capitalistic world. Mm. And so capitalism teaches everyone to make a profit off of whatever talent or ability or skill you have. Mm -hmm. And so when you're trying to when a lot of people, not, you know, everyone, but when we're trying to figure out our calling, we're trying to figure out what we have that we can capitalize off of. Okay. I was about to ask you about that mm. capitalism. We're, so mm. we're, okay. we're trying to figure out okay. what do we That's have? What product do we have? What skill do we have? What talent do we have? Ah, okay. What ability do we have? What is oh, something right. that we do well that we can say, ah, this is my thing that I do for God. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Instead of, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that the calling is the same for everybody. Mm-hmm. And in those things that we do well... We're fulfilling the calling, the calling, not all these little callings, mm-hmm. you know, wow. oh, you know, like, you know, wow. okay. uh, you're doing Twitch right now. Yeah. You're not called to Twitch. You're called to preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. do it through Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm not called to, to be a, an author or a podcaster, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not what I'm called to. I'm called to proclaim his praises Mm -hmm. and I can do it through the books. I can do it through the podcast. You're not called to be a cook. You're not called Mm. to be a musician Mm. or a a Mm. rapper, but those vehicles allow you to fulfill your call. Yes. Mm. Yes. Right. And the call is to proclaim his praises. The call is to let your light shine before men. The call is Mm. to come out of the world and then serve God in the purpose of bringing others to know him. Oh, and man, so right. we, we may use different gifts and talents to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's only one call and, and it's a two part call is the way I should say it. There's a call out of the world and a call into God's service. Mm. Okay. Wait. So go ahead. Not, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, okay. 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 That was, so, oh, man. So when you're when you're called out, I literally see a, an adoption there. You're, yeah, you're yeah, being yeah. That's what it is. That's in. the word. Yeah. And then when you're called to, that's when you're enlisted as his soldier to go out. Is that, was that accurate or is there something I'm missing? Yeah, because you can, and so Paul uses different uh, uh, terminologies, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, He calls you out to become the bride. Okay, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, because literally, and, and, well, I'll go there. Literally, when a a man takes a wife, he's Mm. actually calling her out of. Man. Man. Availability to others. Oh, oh, wow! Hold up, that's so true. That's why you're married. That's why you're married. Because from that point, she becomes holy unto him, yoked together. Right? She becomes sacred Uh unto him. Uh She's no longer available to every. So she's been called out. Man. Okay? Okay. So the so the bride, you know, being called out 
for the for the bridegroom. Uh-huh. But then you have, you know, being called out of the world to be the family of God, the household oh, of God. Okay. And so that's the adoption piece. Yeah, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm adopting okay. you from the world and you're no longer a part of the world. I, I cancel all your debt, mm. everything that you would have owed oh, in the world. Mm. I cancel that. I mm. remove that. Mm. And now you're a part of my family. And now you have an inheritance. Oh. You know that, that 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 oh. you didn't have before, oh and so now goodness. you're 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 inheriting with Christ, my Son. Mm. You know the kingdom of God, but then you have the call into service in the sense of being enlisted. There it is, and that's yeah. what Paul talks about that you have been enlisted, and your job is not to be entangled, mm. right, mm, the in the cares of this life. of this life. There it is, <laughs> you know, but that how you may please. The one who has chosen you to be his soldier. That's it. That's it. it. And so there's these different pictures, but they all they all come up to the same thing that you're called out of and to God for His purpose, Mm -hmm. and His purpose is that you be saved and that you serve uh, for His glory. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So how do we? <laughs> I was just like I sealed it. So, so how do we get out of this? For lack of better words, me myself and I mentality. Because I, I don't think people realize that that's what they're doing when they're saying my ministry, my calling. You know, you're mine. You know, everyone's I've done it. You know, what am I supposed to oh, do right. with my ministry oh, yeah. on Twitch? Right. How am I how am I supposed to do this? What's God want me to do? You know, and you know, with that being said, I I fell into it. And 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 that does make you automatically feel like you're in this battle by yourself. Because no one understands me. Like I was saying that to you earlier this, this week, Pastor, the revelation I had when you said that, that what happened if Twitch is Twitch is a is an extension of us meeting together. Cause how do you share the gospel on Twitch if I'm not equipping you? So it's just right. as important to me mm. as it is to you. Mm-hmm. And that really was big for me mm. because I just died. I was on this lonely island by myself mm. trying to be a pastor on the on a community that was pretty big and you know, and but when we put it that way, I was like, wait. I have everyone with me. But it also took away the ability to isolate. When things go bad, okay, you keep it because since this is my own little thing, right? Wow, if it man. if it goes bad, I can now point fingers. Well, because this person is not with me, they don't understand me. It get rid it get rid of that. My bad. It gets rid of that. Sure. So how do we defeat this lonely mentality? This mentality that says, "This is me. This is something I got to do by myself." What what can we begin to do? What are some steps that we can do to do that? By the way, Lay Leos, what's up? I do see you in here. Oh, I saw you up? say hi earlier. What's up, sis? What's up, conversation. Sis? It's been a rough week. I've been struggling with my emotions. Okay, but you'll be okay. Um, cool, cool, cool. Well, I hope you're in the spot today. God, I think this is going to bless you if you receive this, man. I think it's going to be some good stuff. I love that you say that. So, so two things. Uh, I found that part that I was looking for. <laughs> um... Um, here's some diff- deep revelation for your consideration. Salvation is the first call that God makes. And to answer that call, you must repent and believe in the Lord Jesus to be saved, right? Mm-hmm. Um, repentance is a result of a change of mind. 
that results in a change of heart, which leads to a change in action. When the change of heart takes root, the fruit is a change of life. So if salvation is a total change in your life, then serving God is the fruit of that change. Mm. <laughs> serving God is the fruit of that change. Wow. And so to, to your to your question though, defeating the meism, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> this 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 idea that somehow uh, I am the primary um, engine that makes things go, Man. not mm. Jesus. Man. You know, it, it, because sometimes I think what we're saying is that the message of Christ is not enough. Yeah, I've got to have this beautiful presentation, this mm. beautiful brand, this yeah. beautiful this, Come this on. beautiful that, yeah. in order, you know, to feel significant. And so again, I've bought into this idea that I have to still do something mm. in order to be in, in order to be valuable, in order to be important, in order to be. You know, uh, uh, the representative of Christ, when all I had to do was repent and believe mm. the gospel and now share that with other people through whatever means I can. Wow. And so when I start thinking that I have to do something specific, mm. that's really me trying to be significant. Wow. Mm. And so immediately I say, well, you don't understand because I'm doing this. Mm. You don't get what I'm doing because I'm trying to do something. I'm like, wait a minute, are you trying to share the gospel? Well, yeah. Well, then that's that's all right here in the world. Mm. <laughs> well, the, there's no new way to share the gospel. Mm. It's just in, in, it's just different arenas that you're sharing it in, but it doesn't change, you know. And so what we're thinking is that because this is my space, mm. that I'm doing something for me here. And God, I need you to bless it, and I'll give you the credit if it grows, mm. if it becomes something. I'll say, "Ooh, God mm. did this!" Wow. And in wow. that, and, and man, you don't know how many people are doing mm. that. Yo, you know, you don't know how many people are doing that. You know that something grows. Yeah, see what God is doing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are, are is God really doing that, oh, or are you following the analytics and? all the tricks and the trade and the things that the world is saying, and that's working for you. Right. Mm. But when God does something, you're trying to figure out, well, what did I do to make that work? Wow. <laughs> you're you're oh. trying to figure out what, so, well, I didn't even, ahead. I didn't even do, I, I didn't even follow the pattern. I didn't even do, and you're like, huh? So this must be a God thing so that I don't get no credit. Okay. So I was talking to the guys <laughs> before we went live. I was talking about Instagram, and that's one of those things. I was like, I I didn't want to do Instagram, I wanted to do YouTube, Facebook, everything but Instagram. I was not feeling Instagram at all. I don't like the platform to be honest with you. Now find a deeper appreciation appreciation for it. But other things, I was trying to look at the algorithm so I can prove God is doing something. Versus this, I still don't know how it happened. I'm still looking. Uh, sometimes I'll be real, just sometimes I look at the analytics. I'm like, well, how did this happen? Mm. Like, what did I do to do this? And I'm like, this was just. And now you got to deal with the new temptation, right? Oh, and man. so the new temptation is now you try to take control of it, 
and how and get and get make it work now and try work for instead your, of just keep doing what God said God just, told you to do right because that's harder because you got to trust God <laughs> and just allow Him to do that okay you're like oh it's working now let me now let me add all let my add stuff all to it now to and it. see if right. mm. you know it's scandalous like, but you know that's what that's what we do that's what we do right that's what we do but just slow and just rewinding that right because Lily will say hi the way earlier yo so you got two different spectrums right one. As we're talking about, is just trusting God and allowing Him to have His way in this, in whatever platform it may be. In this instance, Twitch. But the other side, when you actually look at it and you explain it like that, you're really overcomplicating something that doesn't need to be complicated. Right. Mm. That's that's the part that hit me as I was listening to that. Is because, well, let me add my flavor and what I think and what I feel. Again, leaning to my own I'm understanding. You know, on on whatever platform to make it suit. And then when something does pop off, you're the first person to jump up and say, look what I did. But you use the little Christianese, and I give praise to God by right. the scripture. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> praise the Lord. Here's the Bible scripture, and here's me. You know, like, as opposed to be like, look, I know this, this was definitely not me. me. Praise God, for real. Period. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You see the simplicity in Christ versus us overcomplicating things to get what we want out of it. Right. And Especially because... Man. Especially because the, the Bible says that we were created in Christ Jesus for good works that God predestined beforehand. And in order to understand what that is, I've got to figure out what is good according to God, mm. not what is good according to this world. Mm. And sometimes our rubrics or our matrix for good is still based upon the world. Man. It's still based upon a capitalistic system where I'm looking at numbers and I'm looking at you know, data instead of looking at what God is saying mm-hmm. and seeing if I'm doing mm-hmm. what God is saying. Mm-hmm. You know, am, am, am I actually representing the things that, because if I do good according to the world standards, but yet I've got to deny God to do it, mm-hmm. wow. I've got to put him on the back burner nice. to do it. I've got to change my content. Mm. I've got to change my conversation. I, see. I, I can't. I can't really be unashamed of the gospel. I've actually got to be ashamed. I got to feel like I'm missing out on something because wow. that's what that word ashamed means uh, uh, in Romans one sixteen. It, it means to think that you are missing out on something. Wait a minute. That somehow well, you back the the, the wrong that. horse. That you're behind the wrong thing. And so that's what it means to be ashamed. I didn't look that up. Yeah, I did man. not you know check that. that out, man. That's what that means? It means need, to feel like you are missing out. I'm going to check that out. Man, I bro. Look, I need to look that up. <laughs> and Paul said, out. I know I'm not missing out. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm confident. I'm confident. standing. Confident and you know, sure. Like, and so, no, so often no. we feel like we're missing out. You keeping it. Yeah. Mm. And so we'll Why? change you know, the language a little bit will soften it from a Christian standpoint uh-huh. so that, you know, people are not turned off, you know, I'm like, Uh-oh. well, you know, I'm not going to say Jesus too much or wow. I'm not going to, you know, talk about yeah. praise God too much or I'm not going to talk about stuff like repentance or anything like that. Oh, no. You know, we're, wow. we're going to talk about blessing. <laughs> we're going to talk about peace. Uh-oh. We're going to talk about good. Mm-hmm. We're going to words that make people feel good. Mm-hmm. Because if I talk about, you know, worshiping God, oh, I don't like that. That's not very marketable to our brand, okay? And I'm glad you're talking about, because I heard you mention it, the capitalistic mindset. (laughs) Right. Because I was going to ask you about that, because I'm like, wait a minute, 
capitalism is a financial and an economical system. Yes. I'm like, how does that a- apply to biblical stance? Because I don't see that in the word. <laughs> but you were saying a capitalistic mindset. That's what clicked for me because I was about to, I'm like, well, capitalism, socialism, that there, there's no biblical context of that. Mm-hmm. But now that you've further allowed, I can, I, I'm like, okay, I, I see what you're saying now. Because when used in a negative motive, with capitalism is self-preservation. I mean, you're just looking out all just for yourself. Okay, how do I market? What are the numbers? Let me be very very, uh, mindful of what the the key words, right? Of what I use and what words that I'm constantly using. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Also, we use capitalism. It's always going to equate to the individual. Right. I need to do this to provide for what? What do you say? I need to do this to take care of my Me. family. Right. Personal ownership. Yeah. You know, I need to yeah. do this. I need to work this job mm-hmm. so I can put food on my table. You know, versus the church. Well, those philosophies is not to say that they all matter. Sure. But it's more about camaraderie. It's about mm-hmm. coming together. Because what happens if you, you can't work? Then that's where the church, well, in their time, they stepped right. in and provided. Right. Gave houses, gave food. Right. You know, and so with this capitalism that we're facing in the church, it takes away um, the ability to even begin to do those things we see in Acts. Because people are like, well, what are we going to be like the Acts church? Well, I, I think we kind of got to defeat this me first, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, so we can right. start seeing that. Right. Because, you know, if I, if I said right now, hey, what if the Lord said, hey, this little place that you're living, Pastor TC, I want you to give it to Willie mm-hmm. so he can he can accomplish this goal for the Lord to be effective to the church. Mm-hmm. You know, because what happens if people are looking for that, they're stressed out about their jobs, and you, because now this is where it gets big. Because let's say you do have a business. What happens if you have a business and you actually need that that blessing from a person, and that person who doesn't have a job or is working jobs that are taken away from the church, and you got actually freedom to give them that freedom to be a blessing to the global church, why wouldn't you? And so... That's when it kind of comes together and becomes cool, but that all means I have to also deny me. Yeah. Because what happened if doesn't fit my business module? Mm-hmm. What if I'm looking for this? Mm-hmm. You know, what happens if I am trying to get more hours? Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm, I'm actually not trying to be involved. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, what do we do with this stuff? Because that's what attacks. Because for years, people have been um, I have friends, and they're like, so you're telling me the Lord wants me to forsake my family, to be a part of the church. You know, you know what you, you get. I pass pressure. You got this, too. You know, I got to work. I got to do this. And I'm like, I'm not saying you can't work. I don't know why we're right. having those extremes. But what I am saying is you want to be careful that your job. So even when I'm looking for a job, I'm prayerful. That doesn't take me. From the gathering, it doesn't cause me to forsake. Mm-hmm. And this word, forsake. Oh, man, abandon. Abandon <laughs> messed me up. This word, forsake, means to abandon, to... Um, desert. Desert. That word. I don't want my job to cause me to desert, to fellowship. That's usually what happens. Mm-hmm. Why did you stop coming? Well, I had to make money. So I had to leave the church. And, you know, maybe not like that. Or maybe it's like this. Life got me so much, and I doubt no one cared because I had to work these hours, that this is where I just end up at. Because no one was checking on me, because that's where you get isolated, because you're pulling away. And as you're pulling away, what I loved about today's sermon, again, out of sight, out of mind. mind. 
So the further I'm going away, the further my dots are about the brethren. Mm. And the further I'm going away, and you gotta be careful because the other end is that your brethren kind of start losing sight of you. And that's when you, you know, as a brethren, this is what gets powerful about restoring. And there's so much that you can go with this stuff. Yeah. You know, that's why we got to be prayerful. Because I might see that happening with Willie. Like, okay, Willie, okay, he's, I haven't seen him. And, okay, I don't mean to ramble, but <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's like so much. But you know how for years I thought when someone put, when God put someone in my heart, I thought that was weird. That, that, I, that, when you said that, that today, I was that like, part that consid- that "Yo, consider, bro, that I kind of, I kind of, I kind of thought that was weird too." Because <laughs> I was like, "I felt like I was left out." Right, like I don't, God, I don't know if I want to inconvenience them by calling them. That's weird. Right. But when I realized, <laughs> yeah. according to Hebrews and the Scripture reading in Ephesians, that's what I'm supposed to do. Right. That's actually God. So I don't have to ever question if that's God anymore. I know that's God. So when I see, not to use you as an example, but Willie's, I haven't seen him in a while. I know it's God to call him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know that. So I need to do it because if I don't do it, again, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, man. What's up, Legit? How you doing? You don't uh, want to become materialistic and put more work. uh, Sacrifices. Oh, wait. Let me sorry, sorry, uh, sorry, legit. You don't want to become materialistic, put more um, sacrifices, more for work, for money than the work you put into the Lord. Let's go material. Uh, I mean, let's go not material. Let's go legit. <laughs> no yeah. material. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you know, at the end of the day, only you know those who do the will of God mm. are going to last forever. Everything else here. Is passing away. You know, I was doing a study on, um, and so it's funny because the reason why I use the term capitalism is because I was doing a study on Jesus's view of economics, Mm. right? Mm. And so Jesus's view of economics, most of it comes from Luke's gospel. And Luke has these robust, um, uh, um, and they call it the travel parables. Mm. So Jesus is doing all this traveling, and while he's doing these traveling, he stops and he gives these parables. And he was talking about um, uh, uh, a couple of different parables. And one of the things that he talked about in the parables, uh, one of the parables was the prodigal son. And I never really pictured, focused in on the finance part about the prodigal son and how God views finances and so there's two things that happen there. The son that asked for his inheritance, mm-hmm. right, mm. allowed his inheritance to corrupt him and cause him mm. to be in a worse state than he was before he got it. Mm. Mm. Wow. Okay. That's one. Okay. <laughs> um, the other one was the man with the barns. There's mm. this man who... Uh, Looked at his barns and said, man, I got a lot of stuff. I stored up. But you know what? I want to make more. Whoa. And so he built a bigger barn Whoa. and filled mm. it with more. Whoa. And then the Lord comes to him and says, you fool, your soul is required of you. What you going to do with all these barns and all this stuff now? Dang. Right? Yeah. And so we're, start, we're seeing how Jesus saw 
uh, finances and money. And the, the key here is that it's not supposed to control you or corrupt you or have you. You're supposed to be using it okay. for the glory of God. You're supposed to be using it to be a blessing. As a matter of fact, one of the most scandalous verses uh, I've, I've read in the Bible, Ephesians 4, I think it's Ephesians 4, 28. Uh, 4, yeah, Ephesians 4, 28, 26. I think it's 26, where he says, uh, to him who stole, steal no more. Yeah. But he should go and work that he may have something to give to those in need. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Well, I never, wait, I never saw that doubt. That he, repeat it again? That he may, that he may have something to give yeah, to, to those, those who are in need. need. So he's not even working for himself alone. He's not even working for himself alone. Oh, okay. oh can I, can I? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. So I'm glad you said that because the segue I was going to get into after I heard what you said, TC, was not just looking out for your own, own self-interest, but the interests of others. Yeah. So yeah, that, that makes more sense. It's, how do I how do I put it? Because I ain't trying to sound churchy, man. Because you, you can easily jump in <laughs> right. there and sound all well. Don't let it have you. You you have it. Stewardship, right? Yeah. That that's really what it boils down to. It's like, look, okay, he's the owner of all this, and I'm just called to be a steward and manage it well. Because what I have is not my own, and later on, I got to give an account to him for what I did with his goods. Right, mm. his goods, his goods. So. His his goods, yeah. you know. Wow, I think at the end of the day, and, the, and let's tie this back, you know, to being the church, is that so often the greatest hoops, you know, or the greatest challenges or the greatest barriers, I think, to being the church, mm-hmm. is my money, my sexuality, Sheesh. and mm. my autonomy. Mm. Okay, my autonomy. Now, I think we understand money, we understand sexuality, but autonomy has to do with who can tell me what to do. Mm. Right? A lot of people don't like being a part or being held accountable by the body because nobody can tell me what to do. Mm. And so you can't tell me what to do with my money, (laughs) you can't tell me what to do with my sexuality. And I am free to do whatever I want, come and go as I please. And I don't care how it reflects on the rest of the body because that shouldn't be their concern. That's none of their business. That thought process comes directly from the world. And when it's accepted in the church and promoted and and, and patted on the back, then all of a sudden you've got all these selfish people and you're wondering why. You know, people are walking away from the church. You wonder why people have offenses and never resolve them because their thought is that, you know, you're infringing upon my autonomy. Wow, man. Mm. So, again, not, mm. not I'm not trying to put you on a pedestal, <laughs> but that was a lot of considering. <laughs> right. That was a right. lot of considering. Like, you could tell some deep thought really going through that. Not only experience, but I, I'm sure the counseling and discipleship and then years of being in ministry came to this conclusion mm-hmm. and that makes a lot of sense because those are three things you touch on it you gonna yep. mess around get smoked something <laughs> right. you gonna get hurt i might right. cut you it might cut you. <laughs> you might get cut you might verbally get cut you know <laughs> man yeah money 
money, accountability, sexuality, those, man. Well, yeah, because those, those are things that people usually fall apart over. Yeah. Because, you know, when you say, hey, you know, they're, they're cool with going, going to church. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, I think they're even cool participating. But when you say, hey, I might, we need this. Right. Mm-hmm. The Lord needs this. Right. And what you do matters. Yeah. That's when you hit that Tommy. It's like, well, wait. Well, isn't it just my life? Mm. What, what about my dreams? Mm. What about my aspirations? Oh, what man. about my desires? Oh. Mm-hmm. So you try to... <laughs> well, this is what teaching boils down to today. Uh-oh. It's either I, I be sound and say, well, your dreams, your aspirations are no longer defined by this world. Mm. They have to be defined by scripture and God now. Well, how do we get that? Well, here we go. Being the church, your identity being the church, discipleship, um, fellowship with one another, and you might find out, man, that the dream that you thought was yours was God all along. Mm-hmm. But here's the problem, though, that's today, is we teach that our dream is more important than being a part of a body. Right. So my dream, I'll just use me for example. Sure. To always had a dream of being a gamer and making money playing games, just keeping it keeping it stacked. Mm-hmm. Something I always desire to do. What teaching today does is saying you could get that by honoring God. Right. As long as you put God first, man, the God, God will prosper everything that you do. Right. And so automatically it takes accountability to people away. It mm-hmm. automatically takes um the, the, the ability to, to be open with people because now it's become my individual thing. Mm-hmm. And that's dangerous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because here's the problem we run into. Who supports me when things get bad? Who can I call on? Who can pour into me? Mm-hmm. Only the people who I feel agree with me. Mm-hmm. And if you don't agree with me, <laughs> then here's my telling me again. Oh, right. Uh-oh. Then now you are a hater. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're a hater on my ministry. Wow. Right. You're attacking me. You don't you don't want people to you know, you don't want me to grow. You don't want me to, to, to come up. You're trying to hold me down and oh, hold man. me back. See, that's why I don't like the church, because they always trying to hold people down. Bro, and this <laughs> this would slap me upside my head as I was listening to y'all. Is you've been praying very similar to what I've been praying consistently too, Pastor T C is creating me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. That that's been like my main prayer in the morning. And then the second one is Lord, renew our minds. Renew our minds. Yeah. Yeah. Re Mm. daily. Renew, watch this. Mm. And that's this where these two come together. Renew the spirit Mm. that Mm. controls my mind. Wow. That is very consistent. And so it connects with, you know, creating me a clean heart and renewing me a right spirit. So if I have the right spirit (laughs) controlling my mind, because I either have the spirit of the world. Come on. Come mm, on. Or the spirit of God. Come on. You know, and so when I ask God to renew, I'm saying, God, you bring your spirit Mm -hmm. to the forefront of my mind and my thinking. Man. Man, and you know, oh dang, I'm so glad we're talking about that. Die will be done. Yes, legit. yes, yes. Yeah, man, that, absolutely. That is so bomb. And I, I share with Apostle, and I, I want to share with you, Pastor Tissy, too. I was watching this uh, this wrestler, or he was like a, a bodybuilder, 
and man went through years of abuse and didn't have his father and mother, none of that. But he finally, you know, repented and, and turned to Christ, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, well, I've been training all these years and, and bodybuilding and I have all this access and all of this physical health. I'm like, well, Holy Spirit was showing me that I need to apply spiritual discipline like I do my natural. Mm. And the biggest thing I need to do is renew my mind. Right. Mm. And there's a training that comes with that. There's an intentional purpose behind it. And I was just like, dang. Now watch how deep that is. Mm. So my my wife is doing this thing called Gnome. Um, You know, it's a health and, you know, fitness, helping your eating. And one of the first things that they want you to do is they want you to identify and renew your relationship with food. Mm. First, you have to identify your relationship. Are you a casual eater? Are you a fun eater? Are you a a stress eater? So Mm. you first identify how you relate to food. And then you have to renew that thing because you want to have a healthy relationship with food. That food is fuel. It's not you know, fulfillment. It's not happiness. It's not uh, a significance to you. It's Mm. what you need to live and sustain Mm. instead of it being this thing that you run to Mm. when you don't feel good or when you want to feel better or, you know, and Mm. and we hear things like comfort foods, right? Mm. And we say, yeah, and we should be saying, no, no. (laughs) <laughs> but, but we're saying, yeah, comfort food, yeah. But what that what that does is that takes the place oh, of what oh. God is supposed to be because you find it in food. Some people find it in addictions. Yes. Some people find it in the way they dress. They're looking for things to mm. comfort them, and they won't allow God to do it. Mm. And so because I won't allow God to do it, then the, the, the church becomes a weird place that, you know, God, if you're not giving me direct word to comfort me Mm. not a direct word that connects me to others Mm. and i find comfort in walking with others as they walk with you Mm. i'm 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 gonna struggle because i need something for me and me alone and so that's why you can't mess with my money because i need to be able to do whatever i want to do with my money because i can find satisfaction by the way i spend my money you can't mess with my sexuality because i want to sleep with whoever i want to sleep with i want to do what i want to do because i find satisfaction in that and you definitely can't mess with my autonomy i have to be able to move about the cabin as as freely as i want to wow i got some i got some i got some um, comments in here legit our prayer is that we wanted to be so aligned with So I, I never, I never, I never, I never had that way either. That yeah. you know, we equate our Christianity, our today's life with comfort food. Yeah, this gives me comfort, so, so I get to partake in this. Right. So if I want to eat ice cream and cookies at two o'clock in the morning, I get to eat ice cream and cookies two o'clock in the morning because I'm not feeling good. Well, <laughs> right. If, if I want to sleep with yeah. whoever I want to sleep with, because I'm not feeling good, I'm trying to find. Com- and it's justification, and, it's, and that's crazy. Again, man, Jesus being tempted with what? With bread. Right. With food. food. Come on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is cold, man. You know, I even, you know, and, and I'll pick on you because of the game. Yeah. But even the game can be a place of comfort. Yeah, yeah. Talk about it. And if you, and if you allow it, you know, because, you know, for years I, I was a gamer as well. You know, Same. online, Same. everything, you know. Yeah. It was just it, it. actually became a safe space. 
Keep mm. it 100, bro. I stayed up 12 hours plus. Man, there was a couple, there, there was multiple times where I played for 24 hours straight. Man. I'm on that same wave. I played games for 24 hours. And, and believe it or not, it wasn't like, you know, some of the games. Man, they had started this thing, uh, the, the Madden football. Mm. When Madden football oh, Madden is so oh, yeah. went online, oh, oh, oh my god, I could play people all across the country. And different time zones are up at different times. And so I'm playing people all over. Wow. You know? Just, you know, I could play. Then it got overseas. You could play people overseas and, you know, your ranking. And so you're always looking at your ranking and seeing, I want, I'm in the top 100 in the world. That made me want to play more. <laughs> what? Come on. <laughs> you know, you know tournament. And so it, it was so, uh, it was such a safe place. It was so addictive because I found so much comfort and significance mm. in that place that, you know, man, I didn't even, I didn't even think about my wife. Man. You gonna, you gonna come to bed after this game? Man, ten games later. <laughs> Don't talk about me. Don't. I'm talking about me. <laughs> you said CC. Look, she was I'm like, talking about me. She was like, that's not like my husband. When I'm, talking about, I'm talking about me. And I'm talking about Shaq. <laughs> right. I'm talking about me. Ten games later, wow. it's the morning. She's waking up like, you didn't even go to bed, did you? Nope. <laughs> out of sight. Laleo says, "Man was the best game." It, I ain't gonna lie. Man was fire back man, then. When it, it went online, wild. when it, when it man, we was on there, just playing. Wow. Yeah, you know, wow. since you brought that out, I think that's why, wow. you know, I was struggling with self control playing Apex. Because it was it was more of a thing that made me feel good, right? Especially like you said when you start winning, you're like, "Oh, I'm good at this. I'm right. winning. I win twenty games back to back, oh, right? I'm gonna know? play another one, and right. another one." And, but see, I was I was I was on both sides. If I lost, I'm about to play. Me again. too. He if I lose, real. I gotta prove myself. Really coming I'll show you how good too. I am. Yeah. So, so if, I, yeah. if I lost one game. That means I had to win ten in a ten row more. to feel better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Justification. Right, so, right, so right. that's the worst thing that could happen to me. Is that you know? Well, baby, you coming to bed? If I lost, oh man, oh, she yes. may never see me. Because <laughs> I'm a, because I'm a, I got, I got to not only win, but I gotta get on the street. Right, I gotta feel like. I'm dominant. Oh, okay. Talk about that. <laughs> Talk about that. That's real. Oh, that's what happens to me. Like, I, I got to make sure they know. They know. I'm the one. I'm yeah. that guy. And that's that, you know? int- and that's that intensity we were talking right. about last time, right? ATC, we we're talking about, we're like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Right. Like, that's right. it. Let's go. Like, you King Kong ain't got, ain't got nothing, nothing on me. <laughs> right. You get, to, you get in it, man. You get lost in it. And it feels so good. But yeah. it is so unhealthy. It really is. Because, I mean... I didn't realize like how, cause like I said, I never had nothing like that. You know, like I didn't play, I play, I didn't play a lot of sports, play tennis, um, up to you know high school, but it wasn't like that competitive for me. It was definitely something my mom made me do. So it was kind of like ah, I, I win, I win, I lose, I lose, whatever. I'm just pleasing my mom. I was competitive at everything. You know, me too. basketball. You know, football. versus gaming. When I started playing Apex, so and, and it did help that you could talk to people. So you could talk to your oh, team, yeah. Oh, yeah. and then help oh, that you're yeah. going against real people. I'm like, oh, I got proof. And that's to them. what I liked about the Madden Online is I was going against real, pre- real people, their yeah. skill level, and I'm beating them. Right, posting <laughs> them. Is that all you got? <laughs> like, who's next? Right. <laughs> this is the best you got for me. Right. This is it. 
You fool. Are you not entertained? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Not even my final look. <laughs> you know, especially, you know, because you have teams of three. Savage. So, when you know, when I'm like going against, you know, a whole team by myself because my team goes down and I win. Man, feeling like you'd be like, man, I'm that guy. And it, it feeds this, again, this thing of safety. This makes me feel secure. This is my autonomy. You can't, you can't come against that guy. I, I get to talk any way I feel like talking. <laughs> right. Because this is about me now. Right. It's this not is about my me. arena. This is my world. It's mm-hmm. not about my wife in the bed. It's not about right. who's ever upstairs and whoever might come across me on the mic. You know, this and, is and, my place. And, 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 and I feel guilty, but not guilty enough. Mm. Uh-oh. Come on. To mm. stop. Yeah. Mm. I actually get to a place where, what they call it, the uh, 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 the the point of no return. Mm. So you got the POR, the point of no return. You're, you're, you're at that place where, oh, phew, man, she's already mad, so. Right, well, I might as well just keep on, <laughs> I might as well keep on playing. It's like I got nothing else to lose. I got nothing else to lose. About to risk it all right. <laughs> you know you ain't supposed to eat it. You take a bite, you're like, well, I well, already took a bite, so. Right. All right. That is real. Like I'm just risk it all right here. Risk and and I think that same mentality, you know, is right. is is used for the church. I'm like, well, I already went too far. They ain't gonna want me back, or I'm gonna have to hear what they have to say, and I don't want to hear it. So I'm just gonna keep on going. Mm. And that's where we build our strongholds. Mm. And so we build this false argument to defend ourselves and to keep ourselves safe. That if somebody says something to me, I got an answer for them. Yeah. Okay. You mean, can I keep it real? <laughs> so there are times where you'll be on the bed and then let's say something bad happened that you didn't expect and you just messed up your whole entire mind, right? You'll be laying down in bed and you'll be rehearsing that very same thing mm. and trying to rehearse arguments for next right. time that thing happens. Yeah. Man. Man. Yeah. Man. That's it. You know, and, and I think... You know, at the end of the day, the community and camaraderie that the Bible, you know, talks about as the church mm-hmm. is hard to accomplish because we live in a me-driven, mm. you know, world. Everything is about me alone, my own personal significance, my own personal worth, my own personal value. And so I'll do something totally disobedient to God and I'll do it in the name of me feeling good. Mm. That I'll say that God is okay with this because I'll use this one stronghold that I actually actually have seen multiple people use. God wants me to be happy. Oh, that is And a, that's a hard one. That's a monster right there. If you buy into it. That God would never want me to suffer like that. Mm. He would never want me to not be happy. There's so many ideologies. You know, he would never want me. And so when, when, but that, that's a, that's a thread in multiple people's arguments. If you break them down and you start knocking down walls, what happens is you get to this place. Mm. Where there's this big rock welder standing in front of you Mm -hmm. saying, God wants me to be happy. Man, back off. Um, and that thing is and it's behind all of this stuff. Wow. Holy. Wow. But when you get there, 
They got that thing on the leash. Like, get back. God don't want me to suffer like that. <laughs> Let me read this comment because I got a lot to say. Uh, legit. Okay, guys, gotta go, but love the content. Love you talking about the Lord and gaming. Amen. Love it. Keep preaching. Keep spreading joy and love in the Word of God. Hey, they keep for the 100 bits. Um, legit. Appreciate you, man. And I will. I will continue to be the church. All right, so. <laughs> Let's see where he's going to go. Okay. It's Rock Ryler on Me Want to Be Happy. <laughs> that is so true. Because. Hey, I can't make this up. Right? That's, what, that's what rises up in you. God wants me to be happy, so this is okay. Back up, man. Like, you know, why are you in my space? Right. Back up, son. <laughs> Thanks for yeah. so like, Right, so it's like. <laughs> In all seriousness, that, that's real because, using me as an example, if my dream makes me happy, yeah, if gaming makes me happy, uh -oh. makes me money, this you is better my not dream, come for it. Uh -oh, you, right. you better not say, <laughs> God might want you to do this. God might want you to back up. I don't want to do it that way because this makes me right. feel good. Right. This is my happy place in this whole teaching that crept up in the church. Yeah. And it's, it's dangerous. And you said it earlier. You're either going to make a stand against it and be persecuted. Or you're going to say, well, we'll just use that to get people to follow me. Well, come on. Because if I go ahead and give them what they want. Now, we know what, we, we know what Second Peter says. Oh, my goodness. That with covetous words, oh they will God. exploit you. And so they're feeling, well, you know what? You can't beat them. Then join them. Join them. So you want to be happy? So God wants you to be happy too. Oh, wait. <laughs> you know? And so that whole idea, okay, well, I'm just going to preach stuff that makes people happy. And people are going to flock to it because that's what they already want. They don't have to deny themselves. They, they, don't, they, don't, they don't have to, you know, uh, 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 use self-control. You don't even have to just... Come and tell me what I want. that everything in the Bible, that godliness is a means to gain. Mm. You know, that, 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 that I can have what I want if I serve God. That the, the world is my oyster if I give God the glory. Mm. Uh-oh. And see, people are like, but yeah. Isn't that encouraging? Isn't that good? But what's scary is, is that you're literally perpetuating the cycle. Hey, if you give your life to Christ, I'm just going to give you everything you already want. Right. So I'm, you're you're promising freedom, right. but you're really leading them to bondage. Yeah. Well, legit has one more thing to go. He said, we're all got to go this time. But I, I saw that coming. But let me see. Let me see. He says, God puts you through trials and tribulation. And tri uh, anyway, trials and yeah, at least tribulation. He's trying to say tribulations. Tribulations because he knows you can go do it. It's important. It, it, it hits important to know. It's important to know. There we go. To know you're never alone during these times. The Lord is always there for you. There is darkness in this world, but God. But with God, there's light and the darkness. Amen. Right. And he said, "Okay, I gotta go for real." Yeah, yeah. and let's really take that statement because I, 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 you know, not to not to take away from a beautiful statement, legit. But let's really expand that you're never alone. Yeah. You know, because I think we say that 
where we're going through hard times, God is with me, and those things are true. But what happens if the deeper part is God is with you because you have the church, you have the gathering, right? And that's why He's put it there. Therefore, you never really mm-hmm. are alone. First uh, mm-hmm. Peter uh, five nine, He says, <laughs> "Be steadfast and resist Him, and be steadfast yes. in your faith." Knowing that your brethren in the world mm. are going through the same thing, and so what is he doing? He's Peter says, you know what? Because the 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 uh, first Peter is written to this dispersed group of people, yeah. right? Very, and so they diverse. feel separate and lost in yeah. the world, right? Come on. And so he's he's reconnecting them yeah. Yeah. and saying, yeah, mm. you, you may be out there like this, little pockets here, but. The rest of the world, the rest of your brethren that are in the rest of the world, they're yeah. going through exactly what you're going through. You are not alone. That's beautiful because it says that they're scattered abroad. Yeah, that's what it said to the to the dispersed, to the scattered in Cappadocia and Bethany and all these different yeah. places that they list. Yeah. And he's like, I, I, I want to I want to share this with you. And so these letters were supposed to go to all these places. And so that means somebody had the benefit of being able to take Peter's letters. Mm. Man, think of this. Think of the, a di- this different world that they lived they in. Lives, that that bro. they were risking their lives. They, they could have got killed if somebody would have took that. The Romans, they would have saw that Jesus. No, it's, it's you gonna die, right? You know. Yeah. So 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 oh. even, even carrying that letter to the different people mm. was a risk. Man. But they had to do it because they wanted all of them to know the gospel. They wanted them to know what the apostles were teaching. And so we take all that stuff for granted because we have 21st century privilege, you know, and that that's just uh, it's just normal for us to be able to open up a Bible, go on the Internet, pull mm-hmm. something up and read the word. And so because of that, we don't read it. So someone died. Someone risked their life to give the layers that we're reading. That's you would you would be. If if you were living in that time, you would hold that sacred. Man, have you ever seen that video in China? They're underground and the, yeah. the way they're open those Bibles. They were in tears. Yes, because they know if they would have been in openly in the public, they could have got just killed. The Bibles would have been burned. They would have been killed. Their children would have been killed. So as they're open, as a matter of fact, if, if you went to some of those underground oh churches, you would have to be. You would have to know the whole Bible. Mm. Because a lot of times they didn't even have any, but they memorized, they meditated, and so you had to come in and just like, well, what do you want me to preach? Well, just start at Genesis and go all the way until you're done. Man, they'll stay there for uh, and they'll stay there for it. And whereas oh. we preach these messages, Man. right? We craft a nice little message wow. about you know. That's why I told my wife. She said, "So what are you gonna?" I said, "I'm just gonna open up the Bible and I'm gonna just start teaching." Ah, that's okay. <laughs> mm. okay. I, I, I'm I'm gonna act like they act. In those days, mm. like here, this you need to know all of this because the same spirit that was in them it lives in the inside of us. Too. Like here, let me let me share all this with you. Dang. You know, you you need to know all this. You know, I, I almost want to turn. Sometimes I want to be turning Sunday mornings into a question and answer. All right, here's our subject this morning. Ask your questions. Let's go. I'm just gonna open up the Bible and we're gonna go. Mm. Man. Man. You know, because Man. you know we we have. We have created an, a, a thing where you've got to have a message for me. Come on. Right, what's the pastor pulling yeah. your heart for me? Pastor, what's the word you got for me? Well, you got a word for me? Mm. Yeah. 
Not a word for us. And that's the reason why you go to the pastor and say, <laughs> I need it right now. Well. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. right now. Word, but that's the reason why you go back to the pastor after this. Or, oh, that was a good word because I needed that. I needed mm. that. <laughs> Not we needed that. Uh-huh. Not this is what the Lord is saying. Mm-hmm. But I needed that. And that's been church tradition. And that's what people are looking for. A pastor with a good word. Oh, you're going through this? Here. But then when you listen to it and you try to connect it to the church, to the gospel, it's not talking about none of that. Mm. It's just making you feel better about where you are. Mm. Scandalous. And so what does it do? It teaches you to be isolated, to Mm. go to church for yourself, for me. Mm. You're not thinking about the people around you. Mm. You're not thinking about we are here. To hear what thus saith the Lord and now go out and live it and do it. I just need, I need some encouragement right now. One of the reasons why, and and I'm, you know, I'm rambling now. Uh, One of the reasons why people need so much encouragement is because they're so disconnected. Bro, okay. Mm. Okay, that's a clip. I'm sorry. I'm making it a clip. Let y'all know right now. The reason why they need so much encouragement is because they're so disconnected. It's so because true. and and I'll and I'll, and I'll prove it to you just so you know I'll prove it to you just just sitting here. If we if we spent this kind of time, let's say let's say we 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 had the provision, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. to just fellowship in the word mm-hmm. and then go share the gospel and oh. minister. Oh my gosh, that'd be so. It'd be so hard to get you Man. discouraged because. We just would pick each other up right away. As soon as you start looking discouraged, hey, man, you look at me. I'm not. It's actually not that bad. Let's go. (laughs) You know, right. But when we get off alone, Mm. man, our mind starts playing tricks on us. Mm -hmm. Mm. We make things bigger than they really are. All of a sudden, man, my life is horrible. And then you start talking and fellowship. Well, I guess it's not that bad, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I'll use TC. He was, he was, he was supposed. Yeah. I was about to bring that. I was about to read that. Yeah. You read my mind. Yeah. He was calling me I was to complain. Over. Yeah. And he called me to complain. And I was like, man, I just just got hit, man. Oh, zero. You, you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm good, man. I'm just. <laughs> you know how it just makes you want to go back home and just. Act like this day didn't happen. Right. <laughs> like it meant, you know, I'm I'm doing a delivery. I'm getting ready to pull into this Starbucks, and this lady just pulls out of her parking spot and just boom. Mm. And I got the window down. I'm yelling, "Hey!" <laughs> and she just whoop. They ain't paying attention. There's another lady parked over here. She's like, "Wow, she didn't look at all, did she?" <laughs> mm. yeah. You know. And I'm I'm supposed to be picking up this Starbucks, and I'm like. Okay, you know, but just talking to each other mm-hmm. yeah. on a regular basis, you're able to just encourage each other, pick each other up and like, man, I guess it's not that bad, man. I really said that. I was like, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm looking at my situation all sideways. I was mad about man. how Uber was going. I was like, man, they give me these little trips. Um, it's like laying it in my shift. I'm only at this man. amount. And he says that. I'm like, well, you know what? <laughs> Right, you know. Let me encourage you and forget about me for a second. And that's you know? and that's what the early church looked like. The early church, all the people who believed, were all together. 
And they were always there. I mean, they ate their 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 food with simplicity of heart, and they were praising God mm-hmm. and having favor with all the people. I mean, picture that Acts chapter two. Yeah, picture. I mean, really, when you picture that, it's like, how do you st- how do you? This is why they could get beat, right? Mm. And then come back together like, man, we got whooped for Christ. <laughs> let's mm. let's go. Most of our whoopings are by ourselves. Uh, over yeah. our own stuff. Yeah, we ooh. Mm. we pierce ourselves. I, and I'll prove, mm. and I'll prove it to you again. One day, uh, me and TC were out witnessing, and actually, I don't know if we were witnessing, but this guy just walked up to us. Oh yeah, he walked up to us. We just outside chilling. Okay, he just walked up to us and started talking this crazy stuff. And he so he's going in, and we were like, well, sure. You know, we'll talk to you. It's, he he don't know who he walked up on. <laughs> right. He, he thinks it's just a couple of brothers from the hood right, right, hanging right. out. So he's like, hey, and I share this with you. And he starts sharing stuff. And we start like, mm, that's actually not what the scripture says. Here it is. And uh, let me pull that up for you. Let's read it together. And well, this, that, and the other. Next thing you know, well, you you know, uh, I just got to let you guys know if you guys are leaders in the church, then you're you're those shepherds that are leading the flock astray, and, and you're going to cause people to go to hell and this, that, and the other. And I said, "Oh, is that true?" And it's all because I won't go see your Jesus with you. Yeah, that's the thing. And I'm reading the scripture that says, if they tell you that he's over here, or come out here in the desert, or come look for him here. Jesus said out of his mouth, I said, look, it's your Bible. It's in red writing. Jesus, Jesus said, don't believe them. Why would I go against that? Well, you're not understanding. He didn't really mean it like that. Then why would he say it? <laughs> That's what our, our question was. Then why would he say it? Well, well I, I, so you guys are probably not keeping the Passover, and you're not keeping the, the oh, feast days. Like Hebrew is No. Hey, this was white Mother God. Mother God. He was oh, Mother God. Mother God. Yeah. And, and, and so he, and he's, he's honest. Mm. You could have you could have walked away from that feeling persecuted. Yeah, yeah. We walked away from like, whoo, let's go. That was cold. Let's do some more. He called us false. He said we're false teachers. <laughs> we're leading our congregation to hell. Yeah, and and he was mad. He was yelling at us. He was mad. He, he actually got up. He started off all nice. We stayed calm. We stayed calm time. and nice and talked to him. Next thing you know, he's leaving. Like, well, if that's the case, then, hey, man. We're just going off the word, bro. Well, I'm going off the word, too. I was like, yeah, but you're misinterpreting it. Yeah, really, man, man. You're interpreting the word based upon a false assumption, and we're trying to help you to understand this false assumption that we're no longer under the law. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you, so, so you believe that Jesus destroyed the law? No, no, I, I never said that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never said that. I, I I, 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 the, the Bible says Jesus fulfilled the law. So what does that mean? That means he kept it. Uh, uh, not, not quite. What that right. means is that he accomplished what the law was supposed to accomplish through his death. He did what the law was trying to do or the law was weak through the flesh. Mm-hmm. And we, we're showing him scriptures and he's like, well, it's a, what is an everlasting ordinance then? Uh, well, you, you would have to actually get into some real Hebrew because everlasting ordinance doesn't actually mean forever. It actually means for a time, a time frame. But we can get in. If you want to, we can open up a Strong's and we can get into it. He just mad. Just mad, bro. But when you have that 
together doing it, you don't feel so overwhelmed. We just vibing off each other. I say something, and he say something, and I say next thing you know, and we're and it keeps you calm because you like he's not gonna be able to say anything that's gonna really and if he says something that we're like, hmm, I'll check that out. Right. Yeah. That's what we kept doing. <laughs> I mean the deepest part is when he opened up his Bible. Yeah. And we used his Bible. Used his Bible. <laughs> I think he was like, "Dang, I wish I was there." He was mad. Oh, he was so man. upset. Right, it sounds good. He was really mad. He was like mad because I was like, "Yeah, it's what your Bible says." <laughs> right. You know, we're not using ours. We don't even have a Bible in our hand. We're just now use... flip to this. Now go to this scripture. <laughs> right. And he's well. <laughs> mad. Mad. You're just false. Uh, I'm like, okay, All right. right. But when oh, okay. you but when you stay connected, I I challenge you, observe this, mm-hmm. right? The people who stay disconnected are more discouraged than the people who stay connected. Mm-hmm. I guarantee. Just yeah. take a just take a look, take a you know a mental observance. Like you know what? Who are the people that are the most discouraged that I know? Mm. Dang, man. That, you know, before you even said that, I considered. I'm, I'm going cons- to continue to use that. I considered all the people making a mental note of all those that are disconnected. And every word, you know what the simple statement that they make every time consistently is? Pray for me. Pray for me. Right. Yeah. Pray for me. There it is. It's, 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 there's never, it even sounds like there's a good day. Even on a good day, it's pray for me. Most of the time when I feel the most discouraged is because I've spent a whole lot of time alone in my head. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Just being real. Mm-hmm. This Man. is true. You absolutely Because right. when you're isolating your own little island, so where you live at the most. <laughs> your head. Yeah. You turn it into a, a, what you think to be a safe place. Yep. And it's not. Mm. That, that, and... and and the church is supposed to be the safe place. The safe place. You're supposed to be able to connect. And somebody said, well, what if the church is not a safe place? Then we've got to ask two questions. We've got to ask, why do you feel that way? Mm-hmm. And then we've got to figure out, so what did this person do? Uh, mm-hmm. Because I can guarantee if you feel that way, it's because of what somebody did. And not the church as right. a whole they always say the church as the a church whole. and it's funny that they use that terminology when they want to say something negative but not when you want to say something that actually is about the church you single somebody out when it's positive yeah right but you round up the whole church when it's negative right that's very ironic it isn't isn't interest, that's interesting that that's what ironic. people do that's again very true word. <laughs> just playing but yeah, seriously, you were it's like... Fu- it's funny, but you're very absolutely right. People like, would tell me, like, you know, if all Christians were like you, I'd go to church. What? Well, oh, no. let, let, me, let me explain something to Yikes. you. So if that's the case, then why don't you come to church with me? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I, I just, I, you know, I, I'm just not ready right now, oh. you know. And, 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 and mm-hmm. I'll accept that. I'll accept that because, you know, you're making a commitment... To Christ, you're making a covenant to Christ, and and and, and, and and I understand if you're saying, you know what, I'm not ready to submit my life. Mm. That's what they're saying. But 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 here's my warning to you: 
How much time do you think you have? Today is the day of salvation. We, we, we don't know when time is going to be up. And so you, keep, you can keep putting it off all you want, but what, what if tomorrow never comes? Mm, man. And so that's what I say to and, and you know, and people, you know, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Most of the street dudes are right. But the thing is, yeah. how come when it's, it's negative or bad, yeah, I'm done with the church. Yeah. And you say, well, why? Well, because the way they treat you. Who? Who is that? The church. Specifically. You're saying the whole church treats you. Well, well, not the whole church. I mean, you know what I'm saying? No, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know that part. That I, don't, part. I don't know what you're saying. Really what, who, who? Who's that? Who are we talking about? Specify. Well, brother so-and-so. So why don't you go to brother so-and-so? Come on. And have a conversation with him. Uh-oh. I'm just done with the church. That's just too much. It's just doing too much. Why mm. we got to do all that? Mm. There it is. Mm. Mm. These, th- this is real stuff. This is what people really... No, it's when real, when real they life. really want to just... There's certain, certain people that just will just resist it. They're just, nah. I'm not going to do what's right. And it's because it doesn't fit what works, in my opinion, for me. Mm. It's an inconvenience. It it's an like. inconvenience for me. It's I don't want to do that because mm. it's convenient just to yeah, shut everybody me, yeah. off, yeah. check everybody out. I mean, I'm, I'm cool. I'm done. I'm doing my own thing. Dang. Mm. Yeah. But 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 if the if the if the hand says to the foot, I'm not of the body. Does that make it so? No. <laughs> Dang, that's a great point that Paul was really trying <laughs> that to make. That he was and really that, trying to make, and we missed it. That's what messed me up. As I was sitting down listening to our turn at TC, and then I said, yo, he wrote this years Three ago. ago. 2,000 years ago. He wrote this years ago. And that's relevant right, right now. Right now. He said this to the Corinthians, mm-hmm. and it still applies to us to this day. To this day. To this day. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. And it's deep because, so deep. because this idea... That there's one body with many members. Mm. This one made up of many. Mm. But it's still only one. And that's why he used the body analogy. Right? Yeah. Because the body has many parts. Mm-hmm. And he's calling and that, that that's why he used the body analogy. Because it's like the perfect picture. Mm-hmm. Of something that is one thing, yeah. made up of a whole bunch of things. Yeah, you got arms, legs, head, eyes, nose, mouth, ears. Mm. But it's one body. Yeah, it's all one. It's like real. It's not just a, a, a metaphor. But when you it's look at the body, analogy. that's real. That's that's the reason why these past <laughs> month, y'all, I've been using that analogy about the body because it's like I'm one. Like just using my, I'm, I'm, I'm one, but I have so many different moving parts to my natural body. Right. I can't like, yeah, man, like that. Man, and, and I like the, <laughs> if my nose itch and my nose don't want my hands held. <laughs> that part got me. The one with the hand, I got scratched my hand, my nose, my hand, face is human. My hand is itching, but I don't the, want my other hand to hand, help me. The hand itching got me. I was like. Like I don't want my other hand to help me. I'm on my own. I'm mm. trying to do my own thing. All right, well then, you're just going to itch. 
<laughs> you did well, on my own. Right. You didn't go itch. <laughs> I thought you did. So. Dang, man. Well, man. yeah, man, we can keep going. This has been quite the episode. If you haven't got anything out of this, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. We this back is, with a vengeance. This, right. This thing was good. Um, before you get out of here, do you guys have any special announcements you guys want to announce? Before we close out, I pray and share the gospel itself. Um, definitely check out the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. We got some great episodes coming up. Uh, this coming Monday, we have a, a missionary from Brazil, mm-hmm. uh, Pastor Luke, Lucas uh, Swisher from Brazil. Man, he's been out there for nine years. I think you'll really enjoy what he has to say. And we're actually trying to put together a, a mission trip to Brazil mm. um, coming up next year, the Lord willing. But check out the podcast um, at Anchor uh, slash Anthony dash Wilson. Um, just check it out or Apple Podcast, Spotify. We, we're on everything. And don't forget, I got a new book out, The Hand of God. We actually talked about some of the stuff in there. And I believe it'll bless you. Um, if you pick it up, you can go to uh, kindlebooks.com or you can go to the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network mm. at wordpress.com. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, check out my my podcast, Transparent Tuesday. Um, We've been going through the book of Colossians, chapter 3, verse 16, really dissecting what it means when it says, let the word of Christ dwell in you in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, and singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. Um, Check out my music, man. I got my music out there. I got my singles. I got three singles. I got Word. I got Mm. Repent. I got The Way. We got more music on the way. So we're going to, we're going to, I've been doing a lot of collaborations, a lot of stuff behind the scenes, but if you want to subscribe to the podcast, it's anchor.fm forward slash Willie dash G dash Barry. And you can find all of my music on Spotify, Apple's iTunes, iHeartRadio, Shazam. You can find it on YouTube. Again, that's word repent the way that's Mm. Willie G Barry W I L L I E G dash B E R R Y. My mission, vision, passion, purpose is to push the gospel and um, to keep this thing pushing. So, yeah. And one more quick thing. Pastor TC, uh, he, 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 he's talking about some things he's going to do on IG. Yes. But mm-hmm. I have uh, a podcast episode that I'm going to include these two guys mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Uh, about Christians and cussing. <laughs> And so we're going to wow. dive into that. We're going to have, wow. we're going to do it the way we do it. <laughs> Say wow. You know, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, done yeah. a lot of research on the subject. And wow. I really want to have a candid conversation, question and answer time. Absolutely. And so um, if you guys have any questions about Christians and cussing, um, hit this man up so he Please can bring do. those to the, to the podcast. So you can do that through Discord. Also, a good place to reach out to me, believe it or not, is actually Instagram. Mm-hmm. And um, I suggest if you're not following me on Instagram, you should. But I'm not, I know a lot of you guys who came on here, like legit, before he got out here, he actually came from Insta. So it's good to see you guys um, coming over here to Twitch and spend time with me. But yeah, definitely check me on Instagram because I'm actually, it's funny, a lot because I, I, in all seriousness, I actually forgot about that. <laughs> and the lawyer was convicting me about that. Mm-hmm. So you want to then, because we're going to be talking about this on my page as well. And I'm going to tackle the, t- the topic. I ain't going to give you my title, but we are going to be talking about Christians and cussing. Mm-hmm. And I'm super excited about it. So check me out on IG. It's simply uh, I am Pastor 
TC underscore, uh, excuse me, I am Pastor underscore TC, and I'm definitely there throughout the week posting content, and of course, to keep it locked with your uh, Kingdom Hearts content, your mods and stuff, and things like that, if you want to know what I'm doing with the game, definitely check me on IG, anything I get new from Nexus, I'm posting it on IG, so you can keep up with things like that. Also, we will continue our Let's Play on Jack and Dexter um, next week. Uh, tomorrow, starting on Monday, we'll be continuing the, the rest of the series and finishing it off and see what happens to Jack and his, his <laughs> adventures. So, with that being said, guys, I, I like to do this before I close out. Um, we did do this a little bit differently. Um, I, I forgot to actually pray, <laughs> pray us in, as I usually do, but I feel like we just flew in the spirit today. Oh, and, yeah. you know, I feel like that was pretty good. But I do do this at the end of my streams. If you're a listener today... I want to just take like five seconds to share the gospel with you, okay? We've been talking about the church. Now, the biggest call from the church is to save you from this world. So you are part of this world. We're all part of this world. And this world is perishing. We talked about good things, your dreams, aspirations, but here's the reality of this world. It's perishing every day. And so Peter gave us some strong words in the book of Acts when they were cut to the heart. And it was like, you know what? How can I be saved? And Peter said, be saved from this perverse generation. We live in the perverse generation that's fading every day. People are getting killed left and right. There's injustices left and right. And God wants to save you from that fate. Yes. So how can I be saved? Well, it's very simple. According to Romans um, um, 10, 9, it says that we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, that we shall be saved. So what I want to simply do is just pray that, if that's all right with you guys. So I'm going to go ahead, and if you're a listener today and you're like, you want to receive Christ, I'm just going to go ahead and pray. And the Bible is very clear. Those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So this is what I'm going to do. So repeat after me. Dear Father God. Dear Father God. I'm confessing with my mouth. I'm confessing with my mouth. And I believe in my heart. And I believe in my heart. That you rose Jesus Christ. That you rose Jesus Christ. From the dead. From the dead. Father God, save me. Father God, save me. I need a savior. I need a savior. Save me from this world. Save me from this world. Save me from this perverse generation. Save me from this perverse generation. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. So I can walk the way you want me to walk. So I can walk the way you want me to walk. And I can talk the way you want me to talk. And I can talk the way you want me to talk. And God, keep me connected with believers. And God, keep me connected with believers. With the church. With the church. So that way, Lord, your word might be fulfilled. So that, so that you, way, your word might be fulfilled. <laughs> that I'll never be alone. That I'll never be alone. So we praise things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So yeah, yes, what happens while well, I was just praying to you to explain what I was praying to you. If you just said that today, you confess those words with your mouth. The Bible is very clear that you're saved. You confess the Lord Jesus Christ with your mouth and believe that God raised him from dead. You're saved. And what happens is you become a part of what we've been talking about. This beautiful thing called the church. So you'll never be by yourself. We'll walk with you. And most of you have the most beautiful gift ever. You have Holy Spirit mm-hmm. who leads and directs you. Mm-hmm. The Bible says he convicts us of all sin. But not only convicts us, he comforts us. He, the, the Bible calls him the great comforter. So he's with us. And he connects all of us together. So that's what makes us a church is that we can always be thinking about each other, always be mindful of each other, and be connected in this thing as we go to be with the Lord. So if that's you, you're like, hey, well, I got more questions. What does this mean? Well, again, hit me up on Discord, Explanation Mark Discord, and 
I'd love to talk with you more and share with you and walk with you because you don't have to do this by yourself. It's a beautiful thing. Matter of fact, I clap because, man, yes. it is powerful. Ooh, to be saved hallelujah. from this world Thank is so God. big, man. You have Ooh. refuge now. You have safety. Ooh. You have a sure destiny with the Lord that you'll be with him forever. Mm. So that's some powerful stuff. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and close out. This has been your boy, Pastor TC, and this is... Apostle Anthony. Willie G. Berry. And y'all, we're going to go ahead and get out of here, and we will see you guys on the next video. Peace. So, this unashamed. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. He's like, let me, let me, let me look at that. that. Yeah, that unashamed ass.